podcast where once a week we answer that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y? Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the Italian meat trio of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the fluffernutter of this podcast. And I am your sub-host, the pastrami on... Oh, Kevin, the pastrami on rye. <laughs> The pastrami Kevin on rye. (laughs) Pastrami Kevin on rye. It's a full sandwich. It's you put the right between the corned beef and the sauerkraut. You put me. What I was going for was the cold cut trio. Yeah, you were at Subway. But I could, for the life of me, I could not remember the name. Little trivia fact for you: the the Italian BMT BMT stands for big, meaty, tasty. I am not making that up. Is that right? No, man. It stands for bacon, medicine, tomato, tomato, <laughs> bacon, tomato, tomato. Bacon. Well, mayonnaise, like I said, <laughs> well, that's not bad on the burger. But like I said, uh, what we do on this podcast is once a week we take questions from you, the listener that we have been gathering online, and we answer them here on the show. Would you rather type questions? And versus type questions such as our namesake, the classic ninjas versus pirates question. So let's dive on in with our first question from loyal, loyal listener Kimmy Wenland, who wants to know Wheat Thins versus Triscuit. Oh, touche, Kimmy. I, I. I pers- I have a very strong opinion on this. Actually, so do I. So, I, I th- so jump it out there, man. I um I think it's wheat thins easy. What? Get out of here! Easy, get, easy wheat get thins. Get right out easy of this room. Wheat thins because one, they're delicious. Like they're nice and thin and crispy. They have like that little buttery taste to them. They've got salt. Uh, like they're. Like, just enough salt, though. It's not overpowering. And you you have that delightful crunch. Whereas with the Triscuit Biscuit, all it is is a sugarless uh, mini-wheat dipped in salt water. It's, it's, it's porous. It, it, it's like chewing on the grain equivalent of steel wool. And it just, it makes you so thirsty. It sucks the moisture out of your mouth. It's like a little sponge. There's nothing pleasant about the Triscuit. Are you done? Which I would argue isn't yeah, even are, a biscuit are you in done? Place. Are you done are, spreading are you your complete? lies? Because... Uh, you asked me to dive on in, and I went head first. Because I thought that you were a wise man, and you would choose the Triscuit biscuit. Because, first of all, wheat thins are just like, they are, they are what they, they prescribe to be. Wheat thins. It's a tiny, thin piece of wheat. Exactly. Truth in advertising, whereas a Triscuit isn't even a biscuit. Uh, it's like a thick cracker. Yeah, it doesn't matter if, if you're telling the truth or not, if the truth sucks. And that's what wheat thins are. They just suck. Um, because it's just... Like t- everyone learns in middle school political science, it doesn't <laughs> matter if you're telling the truth or not, because the, the truth sucks. sucks. Well, that's yeah, true. Tyler, are you saying that you would rather have, you know, fried poop, if that was the name of a product, than uh, wheat, I mean, than uh, the Triscuits? triscuits? Yeah, is that what you're saying? If 
If it was as delicious as Wheat Thins, I think no, I'd appreciate because that. Wheat what Kevin's getting at is marketing is important, Tyler, and Wheat Thin is not a very marketable brand yeah. name. Not to mention, it is what it says it is, and it's just a, a thin layer of wheat. There's no taste in that, and it's, you're done before you start. Whereas the Trisket is an intricate, interwoven network of flavor and deliciousness. It's like it's like a whole undiscovered country in there. Do you, do you remember Star Trek, The Undiscovered Country? Do you remember the Chronicles of Narnia? Imagine those wonderful worlds, but if they had taken place within a Triscuit, because they would have been so much more delicious. What if they? What if they did? What if the one of those uh, Horton hears a who dustbacks is in there? Because they're so dang porous. Whereas with a wheat thin, you know exactly what you're getting. You're getting thin wheat. Yeah, yeah but you're, you're forgetting the fact good. that we we want the porosity, Tyler, because that means it's better. It is vastly superior at holding dip, which is wonderful. True, and don't you want some mystery in your life? Oh, wait, no, I'm Tyler. I just want everything to be boring and bland and predictable every day of my life so I can control it. Yeah, well, sometimes... Some... I have that tattooed across my shoulder blades. <laughs> it takes I want everything so in life boring and predictable. So I can control it. Uh, yes. Well, some, some people, including a lot of ladies out there, want a little mystery in their life. They just want a mysterious snack like a Triscuit not like a weed thin, to spice up that life once in a while. You know what I think of when I'm eating Triscuits, Kevin? I think I, I just I take a bite and I see those those stringy fibers and I think, man, this, this snack food was knit together, similar to how your your grandmother knits you a quilt uh, that will keep oh. you warm and safe and delightful. And this snack food is just quit, quilted together Weedy goodness with that that mm-hmm. touch of salt and deliciousness. Oh, yeah. and it is not it is not a touch of salt. There is much much more than a touch of salt. With all you the get... porosity, the salt taste distributes. It distributes. No, throughout with all that the porosity, thing. you you suffer dry mouth. Don't even try eating them after getting your wisdom teeth removed because you're gonna have a what? B- bad case. Tyler, of dry I already diet. told you I'm eating these triscuits with dip. The dip is. You know, counteracting any dryness I may experience. Well, not to now, dip. explain Just... what happens when you dip a Triscuit. Because I was under the impression that all Triscuits were good for was a little slice of cheese on top. Ooh, I, I'm of delicious. the opinion that, that Wheat Thins like, are, are better at scooping, whereas Triscuits just kind of shove them around because there's, yeah. there's less of a, a thin edge. Wheat Thins are like mini spatulas. Hey, well, yeah, Newsflash, but... you're totally wrong. And Triscuits, then, are like mini turkey basters that suck up the dip. What's your point? I don't want to eat a mini turkey baster. Why, Why would you not? not? <laughs> what? So if someone came up to you and said, hey, I've created an edible form of a turkey baster, would you like to try it? You just, uh, Nope. No, thank you. No. You know what, what else is good what kind of at life do you sucking eat? up stuff? Waffles. And I think Triscuit is the snack food most similar to waffles. And I think oh, we've agreed in previous episodes that waffles are superior to... A Triscuit is a snack pancakes. waffle. That is so and true. And your Wheat Thin is your snack pancake. No, it's not! Yeah, it is. A Wheat Thin is... A Wheat Thin is a disgusting, bland snack pancake. Good for nothing but throwing out and trotting upon. Oh, man. Well, Chicken and Triscuit sounds delicious. Oh, I could go for it. Kevin, right you keep throwing around the In- word inflammatory rhetoric with wheat thins. 
And I say you need to expand your palate, Honey Boo Boo Child, because they, they, anyone who has had a wheat thin knows that they are delicious. It's not tasteless. There's like a little bit of, a little bit of salt on there. There's that really nice buttery taste to them. And plus the wheat thins, there are all kinds of flavors. You can get like cheddar wheat thins. You can get like the, the, Garden tomato basil wheat thins. You can get the the garlic sour cream wheat thins. There's so many varieties that you honestly like. You can if you're if you're getting a little bored, which I understand can happen. You you have varieties. Whereas with the Triscuit, it's like oh, you want table salt or sea salt. Well, where you're confused, it. Tyler, is the fact that Triscuit also has salt? like unlimited varieties. You got thin crisps, you got rosemary and garlic, you got like all these kinds, and the Triscuit is much better at holding the taste in, because it has substance, and that porosity holds the flavor in of those additional Plus, flavors. Plus, you can put any any flavor of cheese you want up on that Triscuit. Smoked Gouda, get it. Uh, brie, toss it on there. Uh, every other cheese that I can't think of right now, cheddar, sharp cheddar, mild cheddar, New York cheddar. There's four kinds of cheddar you can toss on there. Do it. But, see, the thing is, the Triscuit is thicker than the Wheat Thin. It's going to overpower the cheese. You're going to taste more Triscuit than you do cheese. Whereas the Wheat Thin, it's thin enough that you can make, like, a little sandwich, and still the cheese is the dominant flavor. That's not true. master flavor. That's not true at all. I disagree. Uh, If you wanted just cheese, you know, eat just cheese. If you want a sandwich... That's like saying, oh, I want, like, super thin bread with in my sandwiches. That's not true. I want Texas toast. Give me the Triscuit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get a big, big, beefy piece of bread up there. And by bread, I mean, you know, cracker, which... Also, I would like to thing. note that per serving size, Triscuits have less sodium than Wheat Thins do. So there. Boom. Hit you with some where, nutrition where you facts. That? Uh, from NabiscoWorld.com, my friend. Is that is that a peer-reviewed source? It is from the maker itself. <laughs> well, it's, it's from God know, himself. I I feel like this is a bit of a moot question, but Jordan, your final opinion on this subject unless you feel there's more to go into because I I'm just getting stonewalled. Also, well, for all I'm your sorry, for Tyler. all your varieties For all your varieties, Tyler? There's a variety that is vegetable wheat thins, and I can't think of anything more odious sounding than that. So that's... Have you ever had, like, veggie fries or, like, freeze-dried veggie chips? Because those Uh, are delicious. Those are completely different than vegetable thins, which sound disgusting. And on the other hand, Triscuits have fire-roasted tomato, cracked pepper and olive oil, whole wheat, rosemary, and olive oil, and all that good stuff. That sounds Man. pretty freaking great. It's it's all good. They, some guy just opened up his pantry and started throwing whatever he had in his uh his herb closet onto his wheat thins. He wasn't even thinking about it. But Jordan, you are or not wheat thins. Oh God. Look what you've done to me. Triscuits. I believe Jordan, in the power you know, I believe good things come in threes. And if you look at the name Triscuit, it's got try in there, man. Triscuit. Wow, great point. Try skin. With lower salt than wheat thins. Not to mention, there's nine letters in Triscuits, which if you divide that by three, you get three. 
which is also which we established is good. Also, lower calories in Triscuit. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey no, Tyler, I'm... would you like to make America also fat? Yes, more dietary fiber in Triscuits? Oh, oh, hey Tyler, you don't want to keep America regular? Oh, okay. Also, more protein. Uh, really, I'm <laughs> looking at all these categories. Uh, wheat thins have more fat. Um, man, they've they got more carbs. It's, there's, uh, not it's to just... mention, if you, if you search on Google, wheat thins suck. There's a video about it. Man, I, I think this discussion's <laughs> quite over. Kevin, you can screen that video and we'll see if it's worthy of the Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I'll Otherwise, take, you can I'll go check that out. <laughs> I'll take a look. Otherwise, you can check that out, listener. At your um, own peril. Kimmy, when you head out to the grocery store today... Wait, we didn't just... do a final verdict. Oh, I... Kevin, what's your vote? Uh, Triscuits, son. Well, then I say Wheat Thins, and it looks like... You're wrong. Triscuits win. Yeah. So, Kimmy, uh. when you go to the grocery... Buy some Triscuits. Dry Cherish out that them. mouth. Cherish them like the flavor country that they are. Treat yourself. All right. So, <laughs> moving right along, our next question comes to us from Shannon Burden, who powered through all of the episodes over break, which we wow. never even mentioned last episode that we've crossed it into the double digits. Double digits. DD, baby. We are almost to a half a day worth of episodes. So <laughs> thank thank you so much, Shannon, for, for listening that is, to all of those. Yeah, that is a, a but a that is the of kind love. of determination that we look for in listeners. Not only that, she listened to them while working her government office job, which nice. is fairly fantastic. Uh, uh, that's because we're wants, relevant to government. <laughs> what she wants to know is Robin Hood versus James Bond. Go. What? Whoa. That's Robin like, Hood versus James Bond. That's such an unlikely question. I know. I this to, is a... I need to think about what she's thinking about. like, Because she's clearly thinking of something that I'm not thinking of right now that makes this a wait, difficult wait, question that it is. You think... No, this is a really difficult question. Between like a a boy man and the suavest British man to ever live, I I mean, a boy band? No, a bro- Robin Hood. A boy man. A a man oh, who will man. who will forever. You're be thinking a boy? of a man boy. No, Robin Hood is suave and noble and what? steals from the rich and gives to the poor. Oh gosh, I was thinking of I was thinking of Robin from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's that no, is you all weren't. I heard. That is all I heard. No, you weren't. Are you kidding me? No, I just stopped listening after Robin. You heard Robin and just tuned out. I was like, done. That's this is all I need to hear. This is all the requisite all right, information. Oh, oh man, that makes gosh. your boy man uh, comment make more like the boy make wonder is what you were trying to exactly. He's a man. He's a man who will forever be a boy. <laughs> oh gosh okay I james need to bond or robin from the hood <laughs> um no a black robin no Ooh, that's a good idea <laughs> um, yeah come on reboot that <laughs> okay now in a new light i gotta think about this uh <laughs> i need to i need to take a minute to recover so somebody else start out 
So, listener, the question is James Bond versus Robin Hood. Oh, Not Robin. Make sure you heard the hood part. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's let's look at this. Uh they both they both commit crimes, but for the greater no, good. Robin no. Hood. No, no, no. Hear me out. Robin Hood steals from the rich, <laughs> gives to the poor. James Bond has a license to kill. So, Which is sanctioned by the government, so he's not doing anything wrong. It, according to the British government. That's a good point. If he uh, does right. it outside of the well, United then, Kingdom, which he frequently is outside of, you know, they don't... How am I... Like, if he kills somebody in the United States, are we going to honor that? Uh, yeah, because England is our older brother. No, you see, I have a little bit less trust of the old redcoats you see i'd say that robin hood you know he's stealing from the rich aristocracy and giving it to the poor whatever i don't know that's not like i'm an english major (laughs) yeah good point whatever anyway um he's taken from the rich given to the poor so they can fulfill their dreams of immigrating to the land of the free home of the brave Whereas JB, what has he ever done for the old red, white, and blue? I don't see I don't see him, you know, doing anything for the US of A. He's always just looking out for Queen Mother B or whatever they call it. Well, but he does I mean he cooperates with the US government. You know, there's a lot of there's a rich history of cooperation there. That's true. In in Uh, Goldeneye he cooperated with uh, Joe Don Baker to take down uh that spy satellite, so... And there's no one more American than Jodon Baker. Exactly. So. <laughs> also, I would like uh-huh. to point out and, that you're... And in Casino Royale, he made the American quit so that he would have more money. That's because he's a better card player than uh, the American See, was. I, I don't consider Casino Royale an actual Bond movie because it, it just it wasn't. It just wasn't. I'm sorry. Think of anything. Think of anything you think about James Bond and Casino Royale is not that. I disagree. Oh, because the truth is, Suave, it doesn't matter if it sucks. Exactly. Suave, sexy womanizer. Oh wait, no. Casino Royale. Uh, he lets a woman drown and die. Oh, good point. That's a real smooth operator for you. Exactly. Exactly. James Bond is a womanizer, whereas Robin Hood treats the maid Marion right. No, yeah, but James but, Bond treats women as they want to be treated, which is liberated uh, and, you know, co- co-equal with men so they can make their own decisions in life. And he honors that. And he says, baby, you know you want me and I'm going to let you choose because you're going to choose me. I'm, I'm glad Kevin is finally backpedaling some of his many, many race or um, sexist comments that he has made on this show. What are you talking about? All right, well... <laughs> We're, we're focusing a lot a on James Bond here. here. <laughs> we're focusing a lot on James Bond here, and you know we brought up earlier. I've been plugging for old Robin. Robin Hood here, point huge points against Robin Hood. Robin Hood, as you mentioned, robs from the rich to give to the poor. You know what that makes him? A communist. He's a communist. He's a socialist. No, no, it There's makes nothing him an more un-American con- than Robin Hood. You know, taking the plight of the capitalist, taking their hard-earned money, and redistributing it among the un- unworthy poor, 
among us. Like, come on, man. He's a communist. No, I would say that Robin Hood is more of the lovable, adorable members of the movie Sting. He's just a con man. And everybody loves a good con man, except for Nicolas Cage and Matchstick Man. Yeah, but see, I would would agree with you, except that he... He carried out no Ocean's Eleven-type heists. There were no witty lines exchanged. Uh, there were no women wooed. Uh, oh, well, obviously you haven't watched the Disney Fox Robin Hood, which is the um, authoritative Robin Hood, in which he, you know, uses the like the feather to tickle the king and steals the gold right out from under his nose and then swings out the window. It's... It's fantastic. And then, you know, kissing his ring fingers and sucking up diamonds, that's that's gold. That's what a good point. I want the gold. He's treasonous. He committed treason against the king. Ooh, he did do that. But the king was a, a, a metrosexual lion, though, in that film. So I think that that might be justified. Also a usurper. Ooh, and in that movie, a snake gets crunk. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Hiss gets blitz-faced, and that was pretty great. I do not remember. Oh, wait, no, when he gets stuck in the barrel. Yeah, when he gets right? stuck in the barrel of rum. Yeah, he does. Then again, James Bond gets pretty smashed as well. Oh, oh yeah. well, is there ever an instance where Bond fails to hold his liquor? I don't think so. And that's another thing. It takes a manly man to be able to to drink a mixed drink and keep manly about it. Not only I that, do it. it takes a manly man to have his own mixed drink, which, you know, everyone, if you ever order a vodka martini, you always say, I'd like a vodka martini shaken, not stirred. I mean, uh, I don't even usually, know if they stir them anymore. Do they? Usually... Because I live in New York, I say I'd like a vodka martini, and I'd like it to be under twenty-five dollars. If you could do that, that would be great. <laughs> and then they're like, "Get out, Kevin! Get out!" That's... Usually, I say I'd like your cheapest beer, please. <laughs> I would like One your butt. I... blue ribbon. Or I, I would like. I would like the lightest of. Do you have any would? brews that have won a blue ribbon, <laughs> sir? Uh, or perhaps. Or madam. Uh, <laughs> Uh, perhaps a beer with its own uh, coldness detection system. Perhaps that <laughs> depends on the color of its mountains. Uh, but because anyway. I am a mongoloid. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> should we take a final uh, vote? Moving on. No, I think we haven't. I, well, we haven't even. I don't think we've scratched the surface of whatever it is we're talking about. <laughs> I well, personally, I think that. Robin Hood is just as suave as James Bond, but I think he's like three times as noble. Because Bond is thinking about, you know, his boss, himself, and his lady. Whereas Robin Hood, you know, yes, he's he's satisfying the 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 maidest of Marians, but he is also looking out for all the little folk. You know, and when the true king comes into power, he he mans up and is like, yeah, I'll follow your rules. I'll be a knight or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, well, okay, All right. Point for Robin Hood. He wears he wears a codpiece like a man. He can pull it off (laughs) and he does it. So 
That's pretty admirable. He does, I don't think I could do he that. He does not actually pull off his cod piece <laughs> at any point. <laughs> That's a good, good point to make just for anybody who's going to watch point. The, the 1900s Disney film. Point against Robin Hood, he needs an entire band of merry men to, oh, to but, do anything. Yeah, but they're merry men. Like, he's he's hanging out with a bunch of dudes who yeah. their prime identifier is that they are merry. That's yeah, that's not too awesome. far off from fairy men. Yeah, but wouldn't you? All right, if you had an entire yeah, so band, what if they're boating enthusiasts? All right, what <laughs> yeah. if they just love to ferry around Good the point. castle moat? What if they're all Mark Twain? Um, uh, I, I mean, wouldn't you want to hang out with a bunch of dudes who are just like the wittiest of men and that were just always into having a good time? That no, because like they're thieves. They're trying to. They're lulling you into a false sense of security so they can steal your money and give it to the poor. Um, but point against Robin Hood, I, you know, I'm still going to hang on to the fact that a band of merry men is pretty kicking. But um, point against Robin Hood and for James Bond is there are no car chases in Robin Hood. And there are a lot in James Bond. And That's nothing says action like a good car chase. Well... Jordan, so I feel like you're going Bond on this one? Yeah, because last time I checked, Robin Hood, while he has helped out the the poverty, the impoverished of England, James Bond has saved not only just England, but the entire world multiple times. So your argument of charity, Ooh. I mean, those poor people wouldn't even be alive without James Bond. So I'm well, definitely and they're, going James well, Bond. And they're definitely I... not alive today. All those poor people are dead. They're dead. From, from Robin Hood's times. <laughs> yeah, what did Robin Hood do for declare... them? They're dead. Oh, yeah, good point. And uh, if Robin Hood's so great, how come he's dead? James Bond, still alive. That's true. Nevertheless, I will declare my allegiance to Robin Hood because he is noble and daring and adorable. So, wait, wait, Kevin... Wait. Okay. As as is as is custom, it looks like you're going to be the tiebreaker. On okay, this one. I, I think I gotta go James Bond, and here is the sole. Uh, here is here's the tipper. The there crux. was a, ah! here's the here's tipper. the Horcrux. It's it's uh, actually I I can't make any sort of joke about that because I don't know what a Horcrux is because I haven't seen the last two Harry Potters, but. Um, the nice. the the tipping point is that James Bond. There is a James Bond movie that takes place in Harlem, so he's my he he's in my hood. Um, and in that film, he is given a rocket launcher that is cleverly disguised inside a 1980s boombox. So holy and, cow! Which movie is that? It's um shoot, I can't remember which what the title is. Octopussy. Hold on, no. It's apocryphal. Hold on, it's um. Uh, James Bond, Harlem. Uh, live and live and let die. Oh, okay. And, and the the, the right. weapon is affectionately termed the Ghetto Blaster by Q. No way! <laughs> yes. No yes. way! James, All right, this is I'll the Ghetto Blaster. I'll change my vote. <laughs> All right, we are unanimous in Bond. Unanimous then. for James Bond. <laughs> Shannon. Stop whatever you're doing and go out and rent that bond and just get down with your bad self. Oh, man. Live and I'm let so die. Good. I'm so good. 
I'm so glad you're aware of this. Oh, uh, yes. Our next question comes to us from good old Magnum Force 2006. Oh, Thanks, good. Magnum Force. I actually, I actually got your name right this time. Ah. And he or she wants <laughs> to <she>? know. <laughs> or she. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. But would you rather be a person of unfathomable beauty whose beautiful pinky finger alone can cause people to weep in reverence, but everything you eat tastes just okay? Or would you rather be a person who can master any instrument simply by holding it, but you have a mean face and you always kind of smell? Oh, Oh, okay. I, I immediately go second option because it's already played out. Mick Jagger. (laughs) <laughs> and you know the, well, the ugly face he didn't always smell he's been rotting the the ugly face and the stench has not kept women away so i don't understand what the problem is you know if you can play that guitar it's not even it's if it's not an ugly face though it's a mean face oh well that's even like better a face that inspires fear so it's like, like chicks like animals. to be a little a little scared right is that right so you just you just look like I, Joseph I Stalin all so. the time. So you look like yes. Joseph Stalin, and you play a mean guitar, bass, drums. Man, you could be a one man band. We're just getting closer and closer to Freddie Mercury at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> could you? Well, here's the here's the thing. Could you invent new instruments and then instantly be a master of them? Oh, I'm sure you could. It's like, oh, here's so, yeah. here's the uh, the double necked um, flute or the the double necked oboe. <laughs> Done. Could I'm you a master of it? Could you shake somebody's <laughs> hand and immediately they have like the vocal pipes of a you know a Luciano Pavarotti, and you can you know just sh- shake hands with a bunch of strangers, and you can suddenly conduct like the world's perfect choir. I don't think it's transferable. Um, I don't, I don't think, but I do think you would be able to do some mean hand boning. Just kind of go up to somebody and start <laughs> tippity tappity on them. Ah, uh, think that... of all the spoons you could be doing. Ooh, that's true. I've always wanted to play the spoons. That's also point against unfathomable beauty. Like even not even going to the fact that food tastes meh, which would be a huge downside. Uh, what happens if you're unfathomably beautiful? I think history shows us one such woman, Helen of Troy, who, you know, got so many launched people killed, a thousand ships. Had yeah. a face, would do, would do a, had a pinky that launched a thousand ships. But think how many Trojans and Greeks died because she was so beautiful. Like, yeah, in do the you want that? War do you want that time. on your head? In the bossest war of all time, that was amazing. Also, think just think of the economy. We want to turn this country around. Oh, revitalize boating industry. All right, we got to launch a thousand ships. Not to mention, um, if they were going to make a movie about your life, you could probably be pay- played by Brad Pitt. If you were the in the music scenario, Brad Pitt's not going to play you. They're no. going to get like like Bob Dylan, and he's gross. Wait, was was Helen of Troy played by Brad Pitt? Uh, pretty much. I mean, he he did dual roles in the movie Troy. He played. Uh, who did he play? Paris? No, Achilles. Oh, good point. He played Achilles and Helen. It was kind of a, it was kind of like a Peter Sellers, uh, you know, Doctor Strangelove type situation. So well though that you would. Diane Kruger played Helen. You think it a Diane Keaton? 
Ah, uh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, good point. You're um, thinking of Michael Keaton. <laughs> I'm Hillary. Diane Kruger, also famous <laughs> for being Bridget von Hammersmark in Inglorious Bastards. Uh, so. I haven't seen that yet. It's been too long. <sighs> so uh, and she was, and she was in uh, National Treasure. Oh, was that her? Thanks. Yeah, that was her. That was Helen. <laughs> you need to give the declaration back. It's like every <laughs> line in the movie. Yep, that was all of her lines. You need all of to them. stop doing this. What? Stop. You. This is wrong. <laughs> so yeah, point against being beautiful. Um, I don't know, though. In the movie, and this is actually, I went back and forth about making this joke because nobody's going to get it, but I said, I'll get you know it. what? Done. You will, actually. That's... Well, if if this podcast has taught us anything, it's that if you're not sure whether a joke is going to work or not, talk about how you're not sure it's going to work or not before you make it. <laughs> that is a good point. Um, no, for me, it's make the joke, and you know, even though only the only other, you know, just the two of you will get it, I don't even care. You know, I don't even know everyone if Tyler else will get our jokes eventually. But anyway, I, I mean, I do. I love the movie Howl's Moving Castle, and in that movie. Uh, the title character, titular character. I've seen How's Moving Castle. Um, played by Christian Bale, by the way, voiced by Christian Bale, says in the American dub, "It's not worth living if, in a, if I can't be beautiful." This is true. So, I, you know, I mean, I do try to base my entire life off of Christian Bale. So, I, I, I would like to, I would like to be beautiful. Not question, though, not to be confused though. with Christian principles, Christian Bale. It's, the uh, specifically Japanimes. It's, yeah, it's and not not also to be confused with. Uh, actually, that's stupid. That's that's gonna right. be Hans question. Question: Do we know he was actually that beautiful, or was he just that vain? Oh, he was beautiful. You're so vain. You you probably think this podcast is about you. Which it which but, if you're Magnum Force six thousand, it is. If you are Magnum Force. Twenty XD six. Of course it is. Um, um, yeah. All right. Let's. Yeah. The thing is, let's dig into beauty. 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 You're gonna have a whole bunch of people attracted to you purely for you know your your looks. Well, wait. And it's gonna be very superficial attraction. Whereas you know, if you got this musical talent, then it's like you know that becomes part of your personality. Hold up. If I am unconscionably beautiful, is Justin Bieber attracted to me? Yes. Every, nobody can help it. Well, shoot, man. That's if the Beebs, if I can sway the the uh, opinions of the Beebs, I feel like that's worth it. Someday just became today, Kevin. <laughs> but, but all of your food tastes. Yeah, like, I was going to say, we got to get back to the fact that all of your food <laughs> just tastes like unflavored mashed well, potatoes no, but it doesn't taste bad it just doesn't taste good it's just like uh oh, okay whatever yeah i think i enjoy you're eating i i'd rather look at the section second option as you're really good at instruments you look kind of mean you've got a bit of a funk which everybody kind of does all the time it's you know if if people like someone enough they will you know start to like their their scent they will grow attracted to all parts of the person. Yep. I may have just made that up. Yeah, I think but, that's true. I think you just made but that But it's up. also, in the second option, you are choosing to enjoy food. You are choosing to have wonderful experiences of flavor. Basically, you can be drop-dead gorgeous, 
but all your French fries will never be salted, and you will never have ketchup. But no, you could still have ketchup. It just won't taste like ketchup. It just won't. Well, no, I'm, just I'm giving you an analogy. It. It's all going to taste bland and bland. Um, yeah, I, but, you know, like, I, mean, I think I would be okay with that, because, I mean, it's just meals. Every, every, like, every other experience, like, nobody likes mean-looking people. People will try to say, you but, know, hey, look at the yeah, beauty on the on. inside, but they don't mean it. But let's, let's switch from meals to meals. You're going to have people proposing to you all the time. That's true. And that's just going to be a bother. Uh, but then I'll be able How to. How are you going to get out your front door? Then I'll be able to say that that monologue from an ideal husband that thousands of girls use for auditions every day about Tommy proposed to me again and blah blah blah. blah. I'm just I'm racking up the obscure reference jokes. Yeah, I, I didn't get that one. Hey, Tyler, you remember that, right? I know that. I know. Yeah, that one, thank man. you. <laughs> Theater. Hello. If you're insanely beautiful, you're just asking for a Truman Show type situation. Though. That's true. It's only so long that you become monster. Yeah, we're it's forgetting about the paparazzo movie. that are going to be all over you. Just one? Just one paparazzo? I can deal with that. Just that guy down the street, paparazzo, <laughs> also, who's not going to leave you alone. He's going to bug your house. <laughs> Let's not Truman forget, you style. might have a mean look. <laughs> you're going to have look, to dig out of the basement. But mean look, you know, depending on how you say it, he's a mean looking guy. That's a positive thing. Hey, man, that's a mean-looking no, mustache you're No, growing. no, no. You look like a jerk all the time. And so that way, like, when you're hanging out with your lady love, she's always going to be like, how come you never look no, excited no, no, no. to you, see me? You're forgetting like, the fact that girls love jerks. Uh, that's a good point. That is, that is a good point. I, I was in the gym the other day. Yes, listeners, all three of us are on the market. In case you're wondering. <laughs> and we just made a broad generalization about women, so you know that we're good stuff. We are great, great stuff. We are we are the catch of a, of a billion. If you're looking for some stuff, you've come to the right place. It's great. Um, so, Jordan, have you formulated an opinion? Yeah, man. I want... Uh, man, I just... I could touch a kazoo and suddenly be the greatest kazoo player ever. I can touch, I can touch anything. I could touch like a fence and like turn it into a xylophone, pretty much. Like, but but then everybody would be really annoyed because you'd just be doing that all the time. Like, oh hey, here's the guy that can't, is incapable of having a conversation without turning something into a musical instrument. Now we gotta hear the next song. It didn't say I was playing music all the time. But you I said mean, that's what you would do. You're like, oh, I'm going to That's what I would do fence. if it didn't annoy anyone. Well, it's gutted Plus, because you have a I mean based on your situation. argument, I got a mean-looking face, so nobody wants to be around me anyways. Yeah, good point. So at least you have the joy of music. <laughs> yes, the soul. Uh, Kevin? I got to go. Where Where have you arrived? I got to go with Beeb's Swang Beauty. <laughs> got to go with it. Uh, man, I, I've got to say with Beeb's and Alien. Plus. No one's face is symmetrical. Um, just Thanks, a final man. point. Uh, Brad Pitt's not going to hang out with you if you have a mean face. Brad Pitt will hang out with you if you are beautiful. Uh, well, didn't he do that movie about like rebuilding a musician's community in New Orleans? Yeah, or it was called Benjamin Button, likes? and it was way too long. Good point. They also got it backwards. Uh, somebody they <laughs> oh, should have got gosh. a better editor for that movie. Boy, that was really embarrassing. Um, I, I'm what a goof. I'm gonna go ahead and say. Come on, Tyler. You love food. 
musical instrument because I can't give up food and I that would be so balling to be a really good musician. You get to meet so many other musicians. Think how much money through, you like, would make. All the collaborations that would be coming left and right. Like Andy Bird is going to want you to come and play the glockenspiel for him. Old Vampy Weekies gonna want you to get in there and bagpipe it up. There are gonna be so many options. Plus, let's let's Ziggy think about Marley. this. Kanye Ziggy West, Marley. Kanye West, musical genius, makes tons of money, has a mean-looking face and personality. It makes way more money than whoever is the hottest supermodel is. Like, probably smells because he refuses. It probably to wear does the smell. So, I mean, if we're looking from a monetary standpoint, I think musicians make more than models. So. Money, money, bling, bling. So, Magnum Force 2006, there you have it. If you're going to choose between guitar lessons or plastic surgery um, in the magical realms, then go ahead and start brushing off your, uh, your, your playing fingers and start warming up your magic lamp fingers and get yourself some of that sweet, sweet musical instruments. And eat a ton of food, man. Yeah, come on, Matt, get fat. But uh, up next, we have a question from Laura Doherty, who's been a longtime listener. Thank you very much. Oh, Lordy. And she- can we can we start saying oh, how Lordy. many times they've Lordy, written? Lordy, 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 Lordy. Longtime listener, first time writer. I think we need to incorporate that more in here. <laughs> uh, yeah, start adding salutations to your suggestions. That'll be that'll be or and ends uh witty names like Lonesome in Los Angeles wants to know. Yeah. Um, and if you could also I'd, I'd gladly read any of those. If you could also describe which Pokemon you most resemble in looks or personality, that would really help me. Also, if you could tell us where all the jobs are, that'd be great. <laughs> um Laura wants to know CDs versus MP3s. Now I wow, that's a very a easy question. I believe so. Oh, Tyler, music snob, here he comes. Roll, I am a staunch, out. staunch supporter of physical music media because, like, when first off, if my computer dies, there goes all my music. You know, maybe I backed it up on a hard drive, but even so, that's only like two degrees of safety. Or maybe you Whereas, purchased it all legally on iTunes, and it's already on a server. But go ahead. Whatever. Yeah, but they they who, they tie, who uh, uses iTunes? Honestly, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you Zune man, how dare you? Except for podcasts. Listen. What's that? Hey, but, iTunes um... is great. You should go on it every day to see if we posted a new episode. But Spoiler alert, we only do one a week, so you'll be horribly disappointed. And that's if we're lucky. Uh, first, so safety is an issue. Two, if you're like, if you're buying music, if you have something in front of you, you're going to listen to it more. If you're just downloading a whole bunch of music, you've got too many options. You're spreading yourself too, too thin. Buy yourself a CD, wait for it to come into the mail, and then enjoy it as it's meant to be enjoyed. Listen to it all the way through. Don't skip around. And then when I am a a grandpapa and I have, you know, kids whose musical taste buds are flourishing, I want to be able to, like, say, hey, this is what I listen to. You know, here's a CD player and a CD or 
some or here's you know a vinyl or something like that isn't it cool and tangible and you know what your kids are gonna say your kids are gonna say grandpa you smell i'm gonna go back to playing my x station 43 and kill some aliens grandpa real aliens grandpa you smell and you have a mean face and you can play any musical (laughs) instrument so one out of three is grandpa please please grandpa i'm trying to enjoy this book stop ham boning Um, but no, like you can't, you can't like just hand an iPod, be like, "Hey, here, this is what I listen to." Uh, no, you actually that would Whereas be the best present actually... ever. Uh, hey, here's all the music I've ever listened to ever on this MP3 player. Go enjoy. You will never be able to digest it fully or yeah, that's, in a reasonable that's the, rate. That's the gift that keeps on giving. Then they they could spend their entire life listening to that. Oh, man. And Cus- then- you could even put customized playlists for like, hey, I made this playlist for uh, when I'm in a chill mood. I made this playlist for when I'm down in the dumps. I made yeah. this playlist for when I'm really happy. Plus, if you're talking about safety, uh, I think there have been far more decapitations by CDs than by MP3s. Oh, that's so true. put that one on the books. Um, uh, name one. Uh. The one of the guys. I'm sure it happened in a James Bond movie. I'm sure it has. Oh uh, no, that's that's what happened to the drummer in, in, in Spinal Tap. Yeah, good point. Um, yeah. Uh, another safety issue. Well, not really safety, but let's. Most of us, you know, do mo- a, a large percentage of our music listening in our in our vehicles, unless we're Kevin, in in which case we live in the city and. Well, even even then, if you're if you're riding somewhere on the bus or the subway, you probably want to listen listen to your music. And yeah. but if you're driving a car, let me get back to Kevin's situation in a minute. If you're driving a car, you know, do you really want to carry? Like, what if you want to listen to something? Man, I have a hankering to listen to like some Rush CDs, and I don't. Man. Exactly, you put some Rush CDs. In yeah, the but car. the problem is, you only got room for like six or seven CDs in that car. Unless you just want to look like a homeless man and just cover your car in CDs. If I bring my MP3 player, I have... Which you can't do with an MP3 player. I have literally 20,000 songs at my disposal in my car. Whereas you have, like, tops, like, 200. And that's if you're carrying, like, 20 CDs with 10 songs on them. Yeah, plus... Now, going to Kevin's situation... if you... Does Kevin want to carry a Walkman around, like, the streets of Manhattan? Like... You know, uh, you gotta yes. worry about the skipping. Like, what's the skipping nonsense? There's no skipping with MP3. Yeah, oh, the skipping. Not to mention. Well, no. Who's skip? Who's skipping down the streets of Manhattan? Well, me when I'm listening Hopefully to my. Kevin is way every step he takes knocks yeah. the laser in his CD. Yeah. Plus, I mean, yeah, talk, just talk about changing time. If you're in a car and you want to pull up a certain song. You just do a little beep, boop, boop, beep on that MP3 player, and you've got your song. Oh, I'd like to listen to a certain song on a certain CD. Let me get in 12 car wrecks while I'm trying to switch it out. Not only that, some cars, shout out to Magnum Force again, his car has voice-activated commands that he can say, you know, listen to, like, you know, Sufjan Stevens and track whatever, and it goes and does it for him. 
That's pretty beautiful. Uh, you see, I I would argue though that if you have if you rotate CDs in your car, you're gonna wind up listening to those CDs. And there's nothing better than like a road trip where you have the like a really good CD in that you don't mind listening to all the way through and again. And yeah, you actually but like nothing learn worse. the lyrics to songs. There, Who knows the lyrics to songs anymore? Nobody listens there, to the there's same song enough to actually learn them. There's nothing worse than a thousand mile road trip and you only remember to throw three CDs in your car and you oh, only have gosh. those three CDs. Eventually, no, you're stuck. it creates memories. You're stuck. You associate memories with those songs. Yeah, you're stuck. You turn it on the radio, existence. and you're if you're lucky, you'll find that NPR station, and you'll be safe. But otherwise, you're stuck with endless amounts of country western stations, and you're just totally screwed. Plus, it's it's infinitely harder to get podcasts such as ours onto a CD rather Great than an point. MP3 player. You'd have listen to, to download your music our on podcast. CDs, listen to your listen to your podcast while you're driving, and then sit down and listen to you know a CD where Tyler, you have the time to. Really Tyler, let's think of the environment here. You know your CDs, that plastic. You know we have we have limited oil resources in this world, Tyler, and if we're all just making these plastic CDs, you know I don't. You know, the MP3, no no greenhouse emissions, no carbon footprint to the MP3. But Plus, yeah. I mean, all right, I will give you – here, I will give you one point for CDs, which is that you don't have to mess around with, you know, DRM rights business and you can, like, you can do what you want with your CD and you can rip your songs and do what you need to and do what you want. Um, but point for MP3s, uh, in Tron – uh, this legacy, of course. Um, what do you oh. think they used to make bio-digital jazz, okay? They didn't use CDs. They used MP3s. Oh, wow. That's so, true. Do you, well, oh, see, oh, Tyler, would you like to make bio-digital jazz? Oh, not with those CDs, you don't. See, the thing is, though, when you buy a CD, you can rip MP3s off of it and still have the CD as like a tangible backup. But you of it. see, though, Tyler, you when you buy C- MP3s, you can burn them onto a CD. So I think that last point you made was completely invalid. But yeah. you're, you're, be, you're separating yourself from the well-crafted album art and inserts, and which you can that. download and print out. And if you really are that anal. And they look like a tool. Also, with CDs, you can make the pun where you pull, like, multiple CDs out of your pockets. And you're like, you CDs? You're really what reaching MP3- your time. What, M- <laughs> what MP3 puns are there? I'm trying. I'm playing it at, at Kevin's soft spots at this point because I know that Jordan is far too stubborn. Uh, Come on, Kevin. Think of the comedy. Think of the comedy, Kevin. I, I can think of urine-based ones. For MP3. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. But, uh, well, Tyler's just a little disappointed that I have no MP3 for his side of the argument. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you lose. Good day, sir. That was pretty dang good. I gotta imagine. I can... Oh wow! That was, that was pretty fantastic. I think I have to go with MP3 solely based on the merit of that <laughs> pun, and I will. Kevin, MP3s, Jordan, MP3s. I, I love, love, love CDs, but Laura, if 
save some money, get yourself some MP3s, and hopefully you will reuse that pun at some point. Uh, our final question is another one from Ben Nemeth. Thank you very much, Ben. He sent in some fantastic questions. But he wants to know, would you rather be covered in sand or covered in glitter? Oh, gosh. Go. Both sand. of these situations sand. are the worst going... thing for me. Sand. Man, I hate the beach. That's my least favorite part about the beach. Well, I don't hate the beach. But my least favorite part about the beach is the sand. I was going to say you live by a beach. Least favorite part is the sand. But to get the sand off, all you got to do is you know run some water over it, and you're done. Like, the sand is gone. Glitter stays on you for days. It is, to quote... Well, not, uh, not, not just days. To quote Life our friend... One of our favorite, uh, you know, of, of all three of us, I think, one of our favorite stand-up comedians, uh, Dimitri Martin, glitter is the herpes of craft supplies. When you get it on you, it stays on you for, like, forever. It just sticks. And sand, it just washes away. So, man, sand is... I mean, I hate sand. I hate sand. It's coarse, and it's rough. <laughs> and it, it gets, gets everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> it, it I, I was just going to say, um, a point against sand is that if I had it all over me, the only thing I would be able to think of is that stupid monologue by Anakin in episode two. Huh. And that would just be a terrible experience, even worse than having sand all over me. Um, but there's just a lot of risks that you take being covered in glitter. Like people might think you're part of a glam rock band and you're not. And then you just get rushed up on stage. And I, I just I'm not prepared for that. And I also just don't really like glam rock, so I I just wouldn't want to be a part of that situation. The thing the thing is though, if people see you and you're covered in sand, they're like, "Oh, that guy's dirty." But if they see you and you're covered in glitter, they're like, "Oh, that guy's ready to party." Yeah, no, I just came from a New Year's celebration. I think it's the opposite. I think if you're covered in sand, people are like, "That dude knows how to party." Like, I don't know what. He's probably a surfer. Like, I don't know what what he was all about, but it must have been awesome. That guy has rocket power. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, the television show. Oh yeah, Shoebies. You know, woogity woogity woogity. <laughs> um. Oh uh, yeah. Man, I, think, I will. I think that's our I, second Rocket Power reference in as many weeks. <laughs> is that right? Oh man! But I love that show. Oh Tito. The thing is, with sand, like if you're at the beach, you're wearing sunscreen. And that just makes the sand stick to you, which makes it even worse. But it's true that sand can wash off. If you try and wash off glitter, for whatever reason, it just is very water-resistant. Well, uh, let's think of some defense. I mean, I think we're coming down hard on glitter. Let's think of some defense points for glitter. Uh, I have, I said that you're going to look like a dude who's ready to party. I don't think that's true. You're going to glisten I in the sun. I think you're oh! going to look like a dude Boom. who walked into a Lisa Frank store and had a disaster happen, but No, you're gonna have you're gonna have girls swooning over you because you are a vampire with sparkly skin. Oh, oh wow, okay. That's mm-hmm. basically in covered in hunts. glitter means you're a vampire. <laughs> so now this turned into vampire versus being covered in sand. <laughs> vampire versus surfer. Vampire versus werewolf surfer on the moon. Vampire versus Sandwich. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, Ew. Uh, yeah, but 
But then even if, but all right, so suppose this. What if you're an actual vampire and you're covered in glitter? Then all your vampire friends think you're a, like a vampire poser. They're like, you know that's not what we're actually like, you tool. And then they're all going to make fun of you. So you will never be taken seriously as a real vampire if you got glitter all over you. That's a good point. You've got to keep up appearances. Another point yeah. for glitter, uh, if you are taking a midnight stroll um, and a car comes down the road, they will definitely see you because you'll be all reflective. Yeah, you won't get hit by cars. Um, well, we... But you probably won't get hit on of... by girls either. Oh, okay, so... We are at the... Go ahead, Kevin. Final point. Final point um, against the sand. End of our time limit. Final point against sand um, that decreases the likelihood that you will get caught um, not being covered in sand. Decreases the likelihood that you will get caught up in a Top Gun uh, volleyball game. So I don't know about you, but that is the worst scene in cinema history. That sweaty, short shorted volleyball match. So the further I, uh, get I away would say from it's that, the scene that takes place immediately after we're in the where we're in we are in the, the locker room. <laughs> they all shower and, down. Uh, I don't know. I think there are more there are more shots of of uh Tom Cruise in short shorts. There are more shots of Tom Cruise associated with sand than glitter. Yeah. Well, uh yeah, good point. So I don't know. I oh boy, that just really made things hard for me. I gotta take a second. All right. Jordan, your final opinion? I hate glitter, so I will go sand. I will also go sand because I it's either way I'm gonna want to get it off as fast as possible. Um it's easier with the sandy sand. I'm, I'm gonna say glitter because at least I can put a shirt on and it's not like it's not real chunky on me, and I stay away from, from Top Gun and Anakin Skywalker with glitter. So that's a life that I want to lead. I just right. saw Kevin's Cancun Glitter Man image. <laughs> and Kevin, are you sure you want to look like that guy? Uh, oh, wow. I haven't even been looking at the chats. So I'm so afraid. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> maybe not. We'll share th- that what an appropriate segue to the end of our show where we talk about how you can get in contact with us to uh, submit your own questions. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast, where you will not only be able to pose your questions, but also see extra images and whatnot, little um, little bits and bites from uh, behind the scenes that we post on there. You can also get a hold of us on Twitter, Ninjas vs. Podcasts. That's VS Versus. Uh, you can find us on there, a tweet with the NVP hashtag. You uh, is can there a email us. after that Versus? No. Oh, good. No. Or you can email us at ninjasversuspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're especially bold, you can go to formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast. And ask us a question there. Uh, if your question hasn't been answered yet, we're still working through them. Uh, I have a number lined up for next show, but we are always, always, always in need of more questions, so send them our way. Special thanks to Eric Terubio, who hosts our show and also performs our song, uh, our outro song, Ultraviolet Bliss. Thank you so much. Check out his website. He has a lot of great comedy and music on there. Eric. 
Toribio, T-O-R-I-B-I-O.com. And thank you so much to Animal Tropical for the use of their song, 20 Miles, which is our wonderful, wonderful intro. And also another special thanks going out to uh, Caitlin Sultana, who tweeted on Twitter with our MVP hashtag that she is ready to kill it at regionals. (laughs) So... Man, we are so also ready oh, to yeah. kill it. Guys, no, if you want to help us make it I just made to the next right round all the way to nationals, then go on iTunes, rate us, review us. Any of that helps us to reach more of the masses. Also, or, you know what? Better yet, just find someone, love them. Also, and we, then share the podcast with them. Please buy cupcakes for our regionals bake sale that's going to help us afford the tour bus. Um, that's going to get us and all of our equipment to podcasting regionals. We're going to have pound cakes, muffins, cupcakes, all your favorites. And uh, we, we're also selling uh, Christmas greens. Uh, so it's never too early. Baked goods, Christmas greens, walking tacos, lemonade, everything. So come on by the internet and visit <laughs> us there. Um <laughs> So, keeping with our theme of ninjas versus podcast, our final question will be ninja versus abominable snowman. Go. Oh, I'm going to have to say abominable snowman because um, he can easily be confused for the abdominal snowman who has some great abs. Um, And ninjas can't compete with that. (laughs) Can't compete with that cut six pack. I'm gonna also. I'm also gonna go with Abominable Snowman because he's just abominable. Like the ninjas are just they they look at him and they're just like, uh, I don't. He's abominable. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm I'm done. I am going to go with the ninja because no amount of ice and snow is a match for cold hard steel. So thank you very much for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time... I like the water. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that's perfect. So, until next time, like the water. I like the water. <laughs> Alright, thank you. So Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Where we dance out in the sun. Gonna bounce and shake our bodies And we'll be dead when we're all done Tired from all the fun and games We'll hit the ground Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss